reading from Isaiah. Shout out, do not hold back. Lift up your voice like a trumpet. Announce to my people their rebellion, to the house of Jacob their sins. Yet day after day they seek me and and delight to know my ways as if they were a nation that practiced righteousness and did not forsake the ordinance of God. They ask of me righteous judgments. They delight to draw near to God. Why do we fast, but you do not see? Why humble ourselves, but you do not notice? Look, you serve your own interests on your fast day and oppress all your workers. Look, will not make your voice heard on high? Is such the fast that I choose, a day to humble oneself? Is it to bow down the head like a bulrush and to lie in sackcloth and ashes? Will you call this a fast, a day acceptable to the Lord? Is not this the fast that I choose, to loose the bonds of injustice, to undo the thongs of the yoke, and let the oppressed go free, and break, and to break every yoke. It is not to share your bread with the hungry, and to bring the homeless poor into your house. When you see the naked, to cover them, to not hide yourself from your own kin. Then your light shall break forth like the dawn, and your healing shall spring up quickly. Your vindicator shall go before you. The glory of the Lord shall be your rear guard. Then you shall call, and the Lord will answer. You shall cry for help, and God will say, Here I am. If you remove the yoke from among you, the pointing of the finger, the speaking of evil, if you offer your food to the hungry and satisfy the needs of the afflicted, then your light shall shall rise in the darkness, and your gloom be like the noonday. The Lord will guide you continually and satisfy your knees in parched places and make your bones strong, and you shall be like a watered garden, like a spring of water whose waters never fail. Your ancient ruins shall be rebuilt. You shall raise up the foundations of many generations. You shall be called the repairer of the breach, the restorer of streets to live in. The word of the Lord. Is from Corinthians. We entreat you on behalf of Christ, be reconciled to God. For our sake, God made him to be sin who knew no sin, that in him we might become righteousness of God, and we work together for him. We urge you also not to accept the grace of God in vain, for he says, At an acceptable time I have listened to you. On a day of salvation I have helped you. See, now is the acceptable time. See, now is the day of salvation. We are putting no obstacle in anyone's way, so that no fault may be found with our ministry. But as servants of God, we have commended ourselves in every way, through great endurance and afflictions, hardships, calamities, beatings, imprisonments, riots, labors, sleepless nights, hunger, by purity, knowledge, patience, kindness, holiness of spirit, genuine love, truthful speech, and the power of God, with the weapons of righteousness for the right hand and for the left, in honor and dishonor, in ill repute and good repute. We are treated as impostors and yet are true, as unknown and yet are well known, as dying and see we are alive, as punished and yet not killed, as sorrowful yet always rejoicing, as poor yet making many rich, as having nothing yet possessing everything. The word of the Lord. The Holy Gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ according to Matthew. Jesus said, Beware of practicing your piety before others in order to be seen by them, for then you have no reward from your Father in heaven. 
So whenever you give alms, do not sound a trumpet before you as the hypocrites do in the synagogues and in the streets so that they may be praised by others. Truly, I tell you, they have received their reward. But when you give alms, do not let your left hand know what your right hand is doing so that your alms may be done in secret. And your Father who sees in secret will reward you. And whenever you pray, do not be like the hypocrites, for they love to stand and pray in the synagogues and at the street corners, so that they may be seen by others. Truly, I tell you, they have received their reward. But whenever you pray, go into your room and shut the door and pray to your Father who is in secret, and your Father who sees in secret will reward you. Whenever you fast, do not look dismal like the hypocrites, for they disfigure their faces so as to show others that they are fasting. But truly, I tell you, they have received their reward. When you fast, put oil on your head and wash your face so that your fasting may be seen not by others, but by your Father who is in secret. And your Father who sees in secret will reward you. Do not store up for yourselves treasures on earth where moth and rust consume and where thieves break in and steal. But store up for yourselves treasures in heaven where neither moth nor rust consumes and where thieves do not break in and steal. For where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. The Gospel of the Lord. Please be seated. Extra blessings on you early adopters for being here at this early hour. And early adopting is what this is really all about, I think, because Jesus warns us about practicing our piety before others. In some ways it might seem a little bit, well, paradoxical that having had that warning here we are to receive ashes on our head to walk around all day. I can help you with that in a second. (laughs) I think uh, the other thing that we have a stern warning about is that no matter what we have decided to do in our hearts these next 47 days of Lent we are told to make sure we do not complain about it. Oh, I'm tired. I'm giving up coffee for Lent. We are warned against that practice. (laughs) I will be mean the next 47 days. I gave up wine for Lent. We are warned against that practice. I think what we're warned against even more than that is public displays of piety. I think what we're encouraged to do and what I think our nation and our world needs more than anything are public displays of repentance because those are not the same thing. The ashes we are to receive mark you the rest of the day as a billboard so that when people say, what is that thing on your head? The response is, God has more for the world than we are living and I intend to do something different about it. Maybe a Lenten discipline, well, I know a Lenten discipline that I need that maybe the rest of us could use, is the discipline saying, I'm sorry when we're wrong. Or even, I was wrong. I think hard about the speech that I see modeled on TV and social media and even among my peers because I think it's infectious. Infectious that during political campaigns no one was willing to admit 
that they had made a mistake. You voted for that thing. Well, no, I didn't really vote on that thing. Yes, you did. Well, but I didn't really mean it. <laughs> Instead of, I did and I've changed my mind because I've learned something since then and I know a better way. How different, how different would our leadership be if they were willing to admit they'd made mistakes and that they didn't intend to make them again? How different would our lives and our community and our relationships be if we were not afraid to practice repentance before others? The ashes remind us, I think, truly, and, and, and this can go a couple of different ways, of course, because this is what we say at the Right One Burial Service. Ashes to ashes, dust to dust. They remind us, of course, that we will die one day. But I think they remind us something greater than that. I think they remind us that there are things we are doing, habits that we have, that are not giving life to anyone, especially ourselves. That our habits will die. Some of them are already dead. The promise of the day, of course, is that there are habits we can adopt that are holy and are life-giving for other people, and those habits in God will never die. The life that they give lives after us. Lent is this time where we say God is able to create everlasting life in the everyday things we practice. Will we give up the things that have no life in them so that we can make room for those that live on after us? And so, I hope that these thoughts and that these ashes that we have and people asking you about them, I caution you, don't wash them off. <laughs> Be good early adopters and wear them all day so that you have the chance to tell people when they ask, there's more to life and I intend to live more these next 40 days. Ask me about how I'm doing. And if we do that, Lent will not be a time of sorrow, you see. It will be a time of rejoicing. It will be a time of us embracing the larger life that God lays before us. And it will be holy. Prayers for a holy Lent.